Welcome to the Atlanta Startup Podcast. My name is Rodney Morris. I'm an associate at Valley Ventures. I'm joined by Lafayette Julius. Would you please introduce yourself, Lafayette? Hey, Rodney. Thanks for having me. I'm Lafayette Julius, also associate at Valor Ventures, and we're excited to host another Startup Runway podcast. We're joined today by LaVonda Brown of iGames. How are you doing today, LaVonda? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Great. And we want to congratulate you on being a finalist for this recent cohort of Startup Runway. It's definitely no small feat. You beat out a number of other qualified applicants, and uh, we want to congratulate you on that. So could you please tell us about iGage? Definitely. So iGage is developing drug screening technology to help transportation and construction companies prevent fatal accidents by using computer vision to analyze the employee's eyes before operating heavy equipment. Got it. And we're going to shift a little bit to Startup Runway and your experience at Startup Runway in this most recent cohort. Could you tell us how was your experience? Um, Would you recommend it to others and why? Sure. So Startup Runway allowed me to connect with like-minded founders. And it was the first time that I realized that we all had similar struggles with regards to bootstrapping, our founding, finding funding, our investments, and building a strong team. Now, I know that it's not great that we have these problems, but, but it was a bit of a relief to see that it was not only me. And so since then, I've gained a new level of confidence when walking into these rooms and I explain how my business iGage will change the world. So to answer your question, um, in short, I definitely recommend Startup Runway to other founders. The pitch competitions are held regularly. And even if you're not able to pitch, um, just log into the competition and join the conversation. There were presentations from industry professionals, venture capitalists, fellow founder testimonies, and connections made in private messages during the event. We also learned that VCs are not one size fits all. Each VC has their own area of interest experience and passions. So it was important to find a good fit. You know, someone you can relate to on a few levels, even if it isn't ethnicity, race, sex, or gender, because the harsh reality is, is that there aren't a lot of VCs that look like us. And so, yes, sign up for Startup Runway. Got it. Thanks so much for that um, authentic answer. That was great. We're glad that you enjoy your experience. And um, it's definitely great for founders to connect with other founders and, you know, share those those mishaps, those successes, and everything in between. So we were great. We're grateful for the, that you were able to connect with others. I think Lafayette has something to add. Yeah, I think it was just uh, a, definitely a, a shift and a, a challenge for every founder, um, especially during COVID. Um, you know, to switch to the you know the the virtual experience pitch event, you know, versus the in person you know pitch event. And I think you mentioned that too, Lavanda, that you know it was. It was a better experience for you um, virtually. Um, but what was some of the things that the VCs kind of said to you during that pitch um, that landed with you the most? Well, some of the things, a lot of the beneficial information that I received from the VCs was during the mock board meeting. And so that was some one-on-one time with some VCs. And I was able to present one of the issues that we were having within the business. And that was whether or not we should move from targeting law enforcement as a customer and position them as a strategic partner. And so there were about four or five VCs on my board. And one of them in particular had extensive experience within law enforcement and government. So she was able to provide some very clear feedback on, you know, how long the process is going to take trying to penetrate law enforcement. And essentially there was a unanimous decision that we should move forward, moving them to a strategic partner because 
in order to have law enforcement and police departments in particular use our technology, there would need to be a Supreme Court ruling for the device to even be admissible in court. Now, of course, we would love to have police officers as a customer, but for, for now, until we're able to you know, hit those strides, they're more, uh, they're better off positioned as a strategic partner. And so having that board meeting and talking to VCs and the importance of, you know, f- bringing in revenue now um, versus, you know, years from now, it was very insightful to say the least. Yeah. Outside of the board meeting that we had, I was also able to connect to a few angel investors as well that provided a lot of insight about iGage. And those were through direct messages while during the startup runway competition. And so since then, I've connected with uh, Joe Beverly in particular. He's been very beneficial in helping craft the business. And I'm in his uh, cranium incubator, which is geared towards prepping underestimated founders for investments. And so I say that to say without Startup Runway, these connections would have happened to these VCs and angel investors who are interested in the business. That's great feedback, LaVonda. I appreciate that. Um, I guess you can say that that panel kind of helped you shift your focus into what customers you're currently looking for now. Um, And I I think that probably helped you get a feel for what you want your customers to kind of think and feel about iGate. Would you say the same? Yeah, I definitely agree. Yes. And so we have a whole um, a new target. Well, I wouldn't say new, but we have narrowed down our target customer segment where we're looking specifically at transportation and construction companies who operate heavy machinery. Great. Well, we're great. We're grateful that that experience was that helpful for you. Um, that's the mission of Startup Runway, being able to connect you with other founders, investors, and people that could help you accelerate. As far as the experience goes with the the pitch environment, we wanted to get your feedback on the virtual pitch environment for you. Was that a better or worse experience? Usually there's an in-person pitch that happens every year. But of course, because of the the current predicament that we're in with COVID, um, it was all virtual. So how was the virtual experience for you? So... The virtu- I enjoy the virtual experience, but I do have to say that the business was established during the pandemic. And so it was established in May. And so all I know are virtual pitches. I know that there are two types of virtual pitches, though. You can have the one where you're pitching live over a Zoom or some type of video conference call where your Internet connection is in control of the fate of your presentation. Or you can have a pre-recorded pitch that is submitted and then shown live. And so... Startup Runway was pre-recorded, and I feel like those type of pitch competitions are a gift and a curse. Curse. It's a gift because you can take your time and perfect the pitch before you submit it, but it's also a curse for the same reason. You can take your time and perfect the pitch before you submit it. So they have developed a few tools that you can use to record your face talking next to the slides. I know initially that that wasn't the case, so that's great now moving forward. And... um I guess it can be a huge time sink to record your pitch over and over. So I had to learn very quickly that good enough was acceptable and that my good enough is someone else's perfection because I tend to be hard on myself. So I enjoy the virtual pitches um, and I've had a great experience thus far. Great. Great. Thank you for that feedback. Great feedback. And, and, and yeah, I definitely think um, since you could sit there and <laughs> practice your pitch over and over, you could definitely always find something else to perfect. So it's just one of those things. Your mission and your passion for building iGage and, and where does that come from? Um, 
what is that that factor every day that pushes you to to want to build a business? Ooh, that's a that's a that's a deep one right there. So in short, I'm fascinated with eyes. So I began studying eye behavior in 2012 as a part of my PhD research in electrical engineering at Georgia Tech. I developed a robotic tutor to engage children during math education. And so it was during this research that I discovered that eye gaze and pupil size uh, could be used to determine engagement levels while learning. So after I graduated 2015, I joined Emory University's Alzheimer's Research Center as a postdoctoral fellow. And it was my responsibility to develop a study to analyze if eye tracking is a viable biomarker for early onset Alzheimer's detection. So I developed the front end and the back end of the software that the clinicians would use to collect this eye data while the patients viewed a slideshow of images. So it was a long-term study and the results are still pending. However, there's a strong correlation between suggesting that how we scan an image with our eyes is correlated to mild cognitive impairment or our memory, basically. And so to me, that is just very fascinating, just learning about eyes. And so that's more so like my technical reason and expertise why I'm in this space. But what more so passions me, I mean, fuels my passion is because, well, it's more of a personal story. I ended up in the drug screening domain because I had experience helping a loved one with a drinking addiction. And so I witnessed the full spectrum of how the characteristics of your eyes changed as the level of intoxication increases. I can see things like the pupil size, how it responds, how quickly it reacts, um, the, how red your eyes are. And those are just essentially enlarged red blood vessels, how glossy your eyes are. are and um, it was a combination. And I was able to notice those things, right, because I've been studying eye tracking since 2012. I endured the, you know, emotional pain associated with being constantly worried about a loved one's well-being. And I even sought assistance from Al-Anon Family Groups, which are a nonprofit organization focused on providing help and hope for families and friends of alcoholics. So I understand what it's like to live with a loved one with an addiction. And I'm committed to saving lives with the eye gauge technology. And that. All of that together is what drives my passion for developing the technology and impacting the community in a positive way. Wow. I would say that, you know, that's amazing. Um, just to see, you know, someone like you, you know, come from a background and just have true grit, you know, as an entrepreneur. Um, I think that's amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah, I want to, I want to kind of piggyback on that and just kind of go with, you know, what drives you as an entrepreneur and, kind of dig in a little deeper what would you say like how different is it you know just from a woman and um, just being a minority founder is it to build a product and a company like this and scale it just from you know just a few tidbits and experience well the technology is important from my experience uh, having a non-biased technology something that you can view in private uh, to tell you or to tell so I'm more so speaking to the last situation I mentioned. It's easier to hear that you have a problem from a non-biased indicator, like a mobile application versus hearing it from somebody who loves you. And they, you know, they could be seemingly nagging at you, telling you to 
call an Uber and things like that. And so the purpose of having a mobile technology is so that it can be received well. We're actually working with psychologists to make sure that it is received well for these, for this type of population. I also, I mean, as far as being a female entrepreneur and how that plays a role, I do think that allows, from my opinion, allows me to have a deeper or I'll allow my the emotional connection to show. And I do allow that to drive some of the customer discovery when I'm interviewing different potential customers and having these conversations and connecting with them. And so I think that that provides, brings a level of transparency that some founders aren't able to do. That was perfect. Great. I think Rodney wants to add in to two things. Absolutely. And you're pretty early on in building your business since you just started this year. So congratulations on getting to start at Runway and, you know, the success you've had thus far. Looking ahead, um, what do you think are some goals that you want to hit in 2021? Or what are you most excited looking um, ahead to? Um, yes, goal. So I'm very excited. We're going to release uh, the first version of our mobile application in December. And so uh, we want to start off by engaging individuals who who believe in the business um, and they'll be beta testers and they're willing to support our cause uh, by assisting with data collection. And so the mobile app is just a resource to collect data. And when I say collect data, they their eyes don't, don't even need to be under the influence. We want regular eyes. And so I'm very excited to launch this app and just get our supporters on it and who are willing to share their data with us. Now, so interested in eyes under the influence, but it is not a requirement for these beta testers to join the app and, and test it out. And to join the, uh, to become a beta tester, just go to the website and join the mailing list, www.igh.com. So that's our first step, uh, which I'm most excited about. And so that's going to bring us into 2021. December is actually national impaired driving prevention month. And so we're planning to launch a command a campaign leading up to December because Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are the most fatal days for impaired driving accidents. So we want to kind of play on that and get people excited about it and you know so people can use this technology before they decide to get behind the wheel. So as far as 2021 is concerned, that's when we want to start bringing in uh, these these big, large enterprises who operate heavy machinery. Um, we're having conversations with them now, different airlines, trains, truck driving, delivery companies, boats, rideshare. Uh, and we want to be able to have their employees use our technology before they actually operate this vehicle or construction equipment. And so we're excited about that because the beta testing will allow us to be able to launch it into these different companies. And so those are our, our plans for 2020 into 2021. Got it. That sounds exciting. I definitely agree. Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of activity within para driving um, for this upcoming holiday season. So that sounds opportune and um, definitely a great time for that. Yeah. Um, so how could people reach out to you to learn more about iGage and if they want to be well, you already stated the beta testers, um, potential customers, or have that conversation. Yes. So the beta testers sign up on our mailing list on the website. There's also a contact form there if you're interested or you have more questions about how we can cater to your business in particular. Or you can send me an email at lavanda at igauge.com. And so 
between the website and my email, we will get back to you as soon as possible. Got it. Lafayette, did you have any related Great. questions? I uh, know I think that pretty much does it. Uh, you know, I appreciate your commitment, LaVonda, to, you know, diversity and just, you know, tackling such an innovative, you know, market um, and just to see, you know, that much traction and growth in such a short period of time is amazing. And I think, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs um, can learn from your experience at Startup Runway. And I'm glad, you know, you, you were able to tap into um you know, such a large network of VCs and, you know, and, and learn, you know, some truths from a real entrepreneur. So I appreciate that. And we appreciate that. Well, thank you. I've learned a lot from Startup Runway as well. And I've built relationships that will go on forever. So thank you. Thank you so much, LaVonda, for joining us today on Startup Runway. We want to thank you again for applying and uh, congratulate you again for being accepted into the cohort. This podcast is produced by Valor Ventures as a service to the startup and investor community. We couldn't do it without the support of our sponsors, Atlanta Tech Park, the Global Accelerator, and Right to Market, Atlanta's favorite tech and healthcare PR marketing firm. Please patronize these great companies with your business and check them out online. If you'd like to get your message on the Atlanta Startup Podcast, Visit us at atlantastartuppodcast.com and look at our affordable rate card. All paid advertisements are tax deductible to the Startup Runway Nonprofit Foundation, a 501c3 whose mission is connecting underrepresented founders with their first investor.